Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink listeners did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year and if that's not bad enough most cleaning formulas are 90 percent water which is heavy to ship leading to excessive carbon emissions plus those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia that's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet nobody's trying to have that enter blue land blue land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refill start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Special edition today, guys. First of all, thank you for tuning in. If you do not know us, I am Tabitha, and this is to my left or right, whichever way you're watching this uh, in the virtual world. (laughs) This is Gretchen. Um, And we are from the podcast Housewives of True Crime. 
please subscribe now so you don't miss any of our weekly dose of true crime. But today we are talking about a case that is recent and ongoing and it's heavy on our hearts, right? It's heavy on everybody's heart at the moment. Everybody. Um, Yeah. They're calling her America's daughter, Gabby. Oh, Gabby. So we talked a little bit on our Patreon last week, but we want to, we want to kind of dive in and see what the heck is going on because right now Gabby Patillo is still considered missing, but they think that they have found her. I'm sure that it's her. And do you want me, Gretchy, to talk about who Gabby was, or do you want to? I think I can just give you, uh, everybody a quick review and rundown about what we know about the situation. And then you come in with the new information you have. Okay. Okay. So little timeline. So we know Gabby and her boyfriend, Brian are on this kind of cross country loving national park trip together. Okay. Living in a very small van. Living in a very small van while she's trying to start a blog and, you know, doing what the kids do these days, right? Mm-hmm. So they had this bizarre encounter with the police on August 12th. And I mean, I don't want to say, but like, thank God we have this little window into what was really going on, kind of. into to their relationship because without that all you, we see is beautiful Instagram. pictures right they're having fun everything looks like a postcard that's it okay let's go back but for a second that, let's go back for a second okay so they start their journey on July 9th from New York so you got to put in perspective that by August 12th when they have this run in with the police They've already been living in this confined state, kind of camping around. They're also 22 and 23. So I'm sure they don't have a ton of money. I just am, I can, I can see how this can get pretty. But it's beyond that, right? Because when the police pull them over, she's crying. Right. And they're shaking out. Somebody calls 911 on them, which we can play here. I'll uh, have it play. And they say this couple has, is having an altercation and they just got in their car and drove away. That's how the police get pulled them over. Grand County Sheriff's Office. Were you able to get a description of the Hi, can you hear me, sir? Yeah, I can hear you. Hi, uh, I'm calling. I'm right on the corner of Main Street by moonflower and we're driving by and i'd like to report a domestic dispute of florida with the white van florida license plate white land gentleman five six beard they just drove off they're going down main street they made a uh, a right onto main street from moonflower or what were they doing operative but um what'd you say what were they doing uh we drove by and the gentleman was slapping the girl who was slapping her Yes, and then we stopped. They ran up and down the sidewalk. He proceeded to hit her, hopped in the car, and they drove off. Okay, turn off your engine. Go ahead and set your keys on the dashboard, all right? What's your guys' names? 
Gabby. I'm Brian. Gabby, Brian, okay. What's going on? How come you're crying? I'm just crying. We just inviting this morning. Some personal issues. It was a long day. We were here camping yesterday and camping got stuff, supplies and stuff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I hit the, the, the bump there. I was distracting him from driving. I'm sorry. Can I get you to step out of the vehicle for me, man? Yeah. Just hang tight right there. Um, do you mind if I take your keys and just put them on your hood? Yeah, I'm so Thank sorry. You. Oh, no, you're fine. Yeah, I don't know. It's, some days, I, <laughs> I have really bad OCD. And okay. I, just, I was just cleaning and cleaning up back of the before, and I was apologizing to him and saying, I'm sorry that I'm so mean because sometimes I have OCD and sometimes I just get really frustrated. Not like mean words to him. I just like, I guess my vibe is like, I <laughs> I'm really like in a bad mood. I was just saying, I'm sorry if I'm in a bad mood. I'm just really stressed. I had so much work I was doing on my computer this morning. We really had a nice morning with everything, but um, she just you know, worked up because we were trying to get going and get our day going because we want to go, um, like, artists or something like that. Okay. So, you want to tell me about those scratches on your face? She had a cell phone in her hand. That's why I was pushing her away because I... She, she wanted me, I locked the keys so I could walk away. I, I said, let's just take a breather and let's not you know, go anywhere. Let's just calm down for a minute. She was going to up. And then she had her phone trying to get the keys. That way I was just trying to, I know I shouldn't push, but I was just trying to push her away to go, let's, let's just take a minute, step back and breathe. And we see if she got me. Can I see your hand? Oh, you got a mark right here. Oh, that's from a wire. That's from a wire? Yeah. It's very heartbreaking to watch. She mm-hmm. blames herself. She says she's agitating him. She is the reason why the, at one point that they're driving in front of the officer and the car kind of goes over the curb. She says, it's my fault. I was distracting him. I mean, it is heartbreaking. It is. So you can see these two are under a lot of stress and we're seeing on social media is not what meets the, it's not what meets the eye. Okay, so after, that was August 12th, August 19th, she uploads this video onto her YouTube channel, Van Life. It looks like they're having the time of their life. I mean, and it also shows that she's very talented at what she's trying to do. It's a beautiful video. By the way, her whole Instagram is beautiful. All the pictures she's taking, she is very good at, setting them up, the lighting, having it all be very streamlined. It's good. Especially for just such a young girl that hasn't, you know, gone to school for all of this kind of thing. I mean, it's, it's really impressive. It's really clear. She had a talent for this. Yeah. 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 100%. Let me stop you right there really quick because something happened in between, which now it, it seems to be not connected, but they were at a place on the 13th in Utah, the same place where a woman worked and was murdered that next day on the 13th. Kylan Schultz, Schulte, maybe 24, and Crystal Turner, 38. They were newly married. They were also camping in the Moab area. and. They were seen on the 13th, reported missing on the 16th, and they were found murdered 
in their campsite, she, one of them had texted a friend and had said, there's a weird guy in our campsite. If you know, I go murdered, it's him, which is <gasps> real weird. I didn't know this. Yes. And so at first they were thinking maybe these two or these three really had something in common uh, because supposedly that 911 call happened, the altercation before the 911 call or before they pulled them over was right in front of one of those women's workplace. So okay. right now the police are saying that it has nothing to do with one another, but I'm still not a hundred percent convinced. How weird is that? However, yeah. I don't think that Brian had a gun and Gabby's found shot, then I would say he did have a gun and that was both him. Maybe he went crazy. But at this point, I don't know how three people in the same location within 10 days of each other are found dead. It's just too ironic, I guess. Yeah, it is. There, yeah. yeah. I mean, there really aren't many coincidences in true crime. Yeah, there's not. That's why it's weird. Yeah, that is, that is weird. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, just to back up again, one, one second is that video with her police encounter. Her behavior really demonstrates that she's in an abusive relationship to me. I mean, that's my opinion. I mean, she's going through that cycle of making excuses for him. I think he's probably controlling. That's the vibe, my personal vibe that I got. Okay. So okay. that's interesting. Cause I did not get that vibe, but after listening to the 911 call, I kind of did. So the 911 call states that he was, they called because they said he was slapping her. Mm -hmm. And then when she gets out of the van, she says, you know, I get moody and I'm OCD because supposedly he got into the van with muddy feet and she was really pissed off about it. And she was, you know, like, yeah, but listen. that's what, that's what abused people do. They yeah, make excuses so that, for their abuser. I didn't even think that, but I think you might be right. Yeah. Okay, so August 25th, we're at now, is her final post on Instagram. It appears to be somewhere in Utah, and it's also the same day she made the last phone call to her family. On August 27th? On August 25th. Oh, okay. Was the last time she talked to her mother. Got it. On August 27th, she talked to a friend via Snapchat about meeting in Yellowstone in the future, like in the next couple of days, but her trip wasn't going on schedule as she had previously planned. So they were going to talk again, but that friend never heard from her again. Okay. On August 30th, her mother receives a text saying there's no reception in Yellowstone. No, and she gets a text saying Yosemite, I think. She reports no service in Yosemite. Oh, text Yosemite. 
You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks Astapro for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Okay. Which is okay. weird yeah. because, so now I'm like, they they pretty much know that that was not her sending that text message. That yeah, that so I was going to say, her mother is clear that that is, that is not her. And so it's him, the boyfriend, sending that text message, which it's now is like, is he already kind of thinking how he's going to deceive the police to look somewhere else? Right. Like they went to Yosemite instead of the, the reception in Yosemite is false. (laughs) I know it totally is. Uh, Even in Bass Lake, which is next to Yosemite, you cannot talk to anybody. However, he didn't go to Yosemite. Oh no. He went to Yellowstone. Yeah, he went to Yellowstone. Okay, that's why I was confused. Sorry about that. I know. I got really confused too. I was like, I thought they said Yosemite. And then and then I'm like, wait, one's California, one's Wyoming. I'm really confused here. But yeah, so I don't okay. know if he also got confused with just sending the text because he was lying. Right. You know, and just starts with a why. Um, okay, so that text was sent August 30th. And right. then September 1st, he returns home all the way to Northport, Florida. 
where him yes. and Gabby had been living together with his parents. Obviously, he returned home solo. So they lived together for over a year with her parents or with his parents in Florida. Yeah. So those parents and they were engaged. These two were engaged to be married. You would think that they would have a feeling like this is also my my future daughter-in-law. Where the fuck is she? Right. She would need to come back to get her stuff or something, even if it's like they broke up, she would be there. Yes. And the van, I guess, is hers, not his. So they do not even, they don't, well, they know that they know she's missing because the parents start texting and calling his parents. And his parents are not returning her parents, please, to tell them what's going on. Where's Gabby? Yeah, which is totally balls to the walls. It is, which all resulted in September 11th. Gabby's mother reports her missing to the authorities. So it's a long time. It's a it's very, a long time. it's a long time. It's a long time of not knowing and waiting to hear something and then finally reporting. And, and again, when they report somebody missing, that is a adult that seems to just be traveling across the country. Right. People don't pay attention to it or not people, but you know, I really think not until the media really got on it because this guy, they go and take his car, right? They, they know it's her car. So they, the authorities retrieve the vehicle. Yeah. But they don't do anything about him. Yeah. So, so the next thing that happens is September 17th, we learn he's missing. Well, yes. But so let's go back for a second. His parents hire him a lawyer immediately. Okay. They also say, um, I think on on September, maybe 11th, let's see, September 13th, the FBI finally releases like the uh, public warning, like or a public, like um, asking for tips about where Petito could be. So Gabby, where is she? And then Gabby's family releases a statement asking, you know, please, if anybody knows. And at this time, Brian is refusing to talk and his lawyers are say, and that like, that's, so that's what September 14th, his lawyers say that he is not going to speak. And, um, this is the, this is what they exactly say. This is understandably an extremely difficult time for both the Petito family and the laundry family. It is our understanding that a search has been organized for Miss Petito in or near Grand Tenton, Tenton National Teton. Park in Wyoming. What is it called? Tenton? Teton? Teton. 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 On behalf of the Laundry family, it is our hope that the search for Miss Petito is successful and that Miss Petito is reunited with her family. On advice of counsel, the Laundry family is remaining in the background at this juncture and will not have any further comment. So that was on the 14th. 
which yeah. I would think that yeah. the authorities with that kind of information would not take their eye off this MFR. Okay. Well, you know, they say he's just a person of interest. We just want to talk to him. They but say he's not they talking. tried to, but he's not talking. And they say they were trying to talk to him for six days. And I don't actually fault his parents for hiring a lawyer. I mean, you're surrounded by this media circus, all of that. Um, but I do disagree with how they have handled this situation. I mean, when you read the letter that Gabby's parents oh my god, them, it's so heartbreaking. Begging them. Begging. To, begging them. I, I mean, I think they're I think they're cold people and you know what? I think that the thing of it is and this is me being just totally judgmental, right? My prerogative. <laughs> I think they witnessed this abusive relationship oh. with their son and her. I think they know in their heart he did something. I uh, think they're covering, they're enabling and covering for their son because they know it is a possibility whether they've admitted to themselves or not on some level they know it's a possibility that he hurt her or is responsible for killing her. Yeah. And that's why they're acting so chicken shit. There's some reason they know something. I mean, they're going to find out more information because they now have her. I was listening to some forensic people and, and I hope, although the elements are pretty tough out there, um, I hope that there is some answers like if she was strangled, they will know that. Um, if she was shot, they will know that. Yeah. A um, head injury. You know, we don't know that they should be able to tell if it was something like that versus like dehydration. If he just left her on the side of the road or something. Yeah. But thankfully, you know, they, the reason that they found her is because somebody that was in the area that listened to the news just went through her videos. And she's like, Oh my God, there's the van. And they zoomed in on the van and saw exactly what camp spot they were in. And that's pretty much what drew her to, because I think the area that they were, the van was in or the camping area that they were looking at in Grand Teton is so remote. Right. It's not like camping at camp land where you're right. squeezed next to every single person right. <laughs> and they have a yeah. swimming pool that you can go to, uh, you yeah. know, when you're done hiking. Yeah. Um, this is like out in the wilderness. You got to be worried for bears and whatnot. Also it's, it's like eighties in the day and it's twenties at night. It's like, actually I think they had their first snowfall last night. Thanks to Heather Beth Fairchild, one of our listeners who oh, posted, yeah. um, and yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I think she's, she's been out there for 22 days or something. There can, I don't know, the decomposition can be pretty bad. So we'll see. I am so 
I am so sorry to her family. I hope they get answers. I hope that finding her at least, you know, within 22 days does give them answers. So, oh. yeah. So, so now they're looking they're, for him. They're not going to, so now they're looking for him. So he apparently went on a, took off, went to a hike, this nature preserve that's 24,000 acres. Yeah. And it's wooded and it's got alligators and swamps and all kinds of shit. Like it's not, it's not going to be easy. Listen, I'm real skeptical that he really went there or not because it's a little bit shady. So he, his car is found there. With a note in it. Did you read that? I saw there is a note in the car. They have not said what the note is, but his parents got a note that was in the car. Okay. I just read that there was a note from the police on the car saying to move the car. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what the note was. I thought the note was. And so his parents say that's why they moved the car because his parents went and retrieved his, the vehicle. Yeah. Supposedly they went there, they saw it there one day, then they, he didn't come home that night. And so they, Went back and got it. I don't know. It seems so. Seems they've been looking fishy. for him hardcore. I know drones full force. That's why I think I don't know if he went there. Dogs. And I'm yeah. not so sure. I'm not so sure that his parents didn't help him escape somewhere else to Mexico or something. Like Cuba? it would it surprise me because that's pretty I think, close. I think he would have been found. I don't know. I mean, the guy is a wilderness guy, so he can survive on his own. I wouldn't put it. Yeah. I mean, probably. Who knows? Who knows? Her parents have said, you know, we want to be real clear about this. Gabby's missing. Obviously, she's not missing anymore. But before her remains were found, Brian is hiding. And yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. He is hiding. Yeah. I think if he was just going to go off and kill himself, he would have just done that. I think he is hiding. Oh. I, I don't put it past his parents to help him at this yeah. point. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's a wasted effort in that to Carlton look for him in that preserve. preserve. Yeah. So as of this morning, the FBI has swarmed his house. Yeah. And they're they're taking everything. So hopefully they're going to take his family's phones, his phone, you know, right. like everything. So maybe we'll, I think that is going to be more useful than looking for him in the nature preserve. Yeah. But what arrangements were made? Yeah. The problem I see is that they've had so much time. That family has had a lot of time to try to scrub information that could have possibly yeah, but they've got the somewhere. FBI no one is as good at scrubbing shit as they think they are you know I hope not because listen you know he got home somehow you know what I mean like he probably called he probably texted something like I made a bad mistake I did something I need to come home yeah um yeah also let's talk real quick there was a YouTube a TikToker that said that she had picked him up on August 29th and she has a whole story about how he got in the car. He asked, 
he said he would pay them $200. He was hitchhiking. He didn't have a phone. Um, and authorities are thinking at this point that that was not him because how could he get home all the way back to Florida from like Jackson in that amount of time from yeah, August 29th to that's true. And also, I mean, the $200 screen screams a red flag to me because we know him and Gabby were, they're like financially challenged, right? Yeah. $200 yeah. is a lot of money when you're living out of your van, you know, Dude, like you're hitchhiking. I don't know. $200, $100, $20, $200. Maybe she just wanted a lot of TikTok uh, views or something. That just which seems sure like, thought, that doesn't but... seem reality to me. Right. It doesn't. Um, unless he's just wanting to go home and they had a bunch of money left over because they were supposed to get to Oregon. That's where they were going. That's where their end stop was, but not until October. So I don't know, maybe he was like the whole, that it does, it doesn't make sense per the timeline that we see, right? It does make sense that on the 27th, something happened to her that's the last pl- last place they saw the van was the last place that they found her um besides getting all the way back to florida so it doesn't make sense that on the 29th he would just be going hiking again in jackson i don't know how far grand teton is but so they're doing an autopsy on tuesday which is the day that this is going to come out which is tomorrow they say it's going to take a long time longer than normal just because they have to be very careful because the body is in a decomposited state. Um, well, and I hope they do one of those. I mean, every, you know, ounce of DNA, they could get off her, like under her fingernails, right. toes, whatever. Very, very thorough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we shall see it's coming. We will give you updates um, on this case when we have it. Um, I think that's where we are now. And we're just praying that the family finds answers at this point and that her, you know, spirit lives on. You guys, if you want to hear more from us, you can check out our podcast. It's Housewives of True Crime, wherever you guys listen to podcasts. We also are on here on YouTube. Please subscribe to us now so you can get um, our updates. And uh, I think that's it for today. Yeah, for today. All right. Thanks. Thanks, thanks for hopping on, Gretchy. Yeah. Clank, clank. clank.